Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, November 16th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen all here on your Wednesday morning. Hump day, wacky Wednesday. No better way to start your wacky Wednesday than some Thornton's breakfast. And for right now, they're offering it for free for new Refreshing Rewards members. You sign up, you download the Refreshing Rewards Thornton's app, and you're going to get a free breakfast sandwich, a drink of your choice. It could be a tea, it could be a coffee, it could be a soft drink, and then you'll be on your merry way without having to pay a thing at Thornton's. And once you're a Refreshing Rewards member, the benefits do not stop. They keep coming, and you will not be disappointed. So stop by Thornton's today. Send a text in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Nick Roush, how are you? Uh, my eyeballs hurt. Having one of those mornings, they just they just hurt. Um, I think that's part tired, part I need eye drops, part the weather's changing, but they're just they're a little, a little sore this morning. So we got to kind of play through the the soreness to get through it. I, I don't think it's just from watching Kentucky's end of game execution, but you know what? That that probably plays a role in it. Yeah, it. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. UK falls to Michigan State in double overtime. Uh, Oscar Shibwe was an absolute stud coming off the bench, but fouls out. And UK has chance after chance after chance to put away the Spartans. And they kept letting it slip through their fingers. And uh, Michigan State eventually holds on. Doesn't have as significant foul trouble as the Cats did. And they uh, they hold on to win. And what people are calling a classic, what I will be calling um, forgetful, hopefully. Hopefully forget about this one. Justin Kalen, how are you to start your deck? I'm good. I am in the I'm in the field of people that say it was a classic. That that game last night, I was it was weird for me because I was kind of watching it in two different perspectives. I had the Kentucky goggles on at some points throughout the game to like try to pick through what I was seeing, but then a majority of the game I found myself just in college basketball fan mode, which 
made that game a whole lot of fun. I mean, I was I was honestly hoping for another overtime. I wanted three overtimes, despite wanting to watch that Kansas and Duke game, which barely got to watch any of it because the Kentucky game ran so late. But yeah, I, I just did not want that game to end at all. It, it was it was a blast, and it, and it sucks the way it went down for Kentucky. I mean, a lot of like you said, TJ, a lot of chances to get it done just weren't able to do so. Yeah, I, I I did love the fact that the Duke and Kansas fans were getting a taste of their own medicine that Kentucky seemingly gets in the Champions Classic, where the game doesn't tip off for a really, really long time, and it takes forever, and you're just cursing at the 7 o'clock game to end. So I, that was the only, and I mean the only, good thing about last night. It was also funny, the college football, like I follow a lot of college football Twitter and they were expecting their playoff rankings. They normally get them at 7.30 or no, I think it's 7 is when the show normally starts on Tuesday. They're like, okay, we got to wait till this basketball game ends around 9 and the game got over with just before 10 o'clock. They were so bad. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty wild. That's, that's, uh, but it's also kind of a wild move to just try to do it in between games as well. So, uh, anyways, we've got a lot to talk about. We have a jam-packed Thornton's text line, as you can imagine. So normally we like to just do a little, I guess the equivalent of a little radio foreplay, Roush. But I think we're going to bypass that today. Yeah. We're going to dive right on in. And dive in. Let, let's, a good thing to do at a time like this is a little bit of context. Mm-hmm. Not not trying to overreact too much. Uh, you know, we, we we try to do this with the old Miss football game, and that ended up uh, not necessarily yeah, working out. But, like, badly. you know, if Kentucky takes care of business like they were supposed to do, if there's not that penalty and Kentucky wins at Ole Miss, do, should we really view the team that differently than if they did call the penalty and UK ends up coming, coming up a play short? Um, we said back then, no, you shouldn't do that. And then, but I think the team had other plans because the next week they go into that South Carolina game, and yeah, yeah, we know we we know what happens there. Should we really view this UK basketball team all that differently if Case and Wallace hits one of two different times, needing a free throw, which would have put the the lead up to three and forced Michigan State to most likely probably shoot a, a three? Um, no, I don't. Do we look at this Kentucky team differently because Calipari just completely pooped the bed on guarding inbound plays and getting his team ready for last-second possessions by Michigan State where Tom Izzo completely outcoached him? Uh, no, not really. Like, this is a good basketball team, but, Roush, that's what made last night even more frustrating. Like, this team is good. It's got too much talent to do the stupid crap it did last night. Oh, yeah, like pressing when you're up with seven seconds left. What are you doing pressing? Like a full court, Lance Ware is guarding somebody as hard as he can, 75 feet from the basket. How is that? Let's just get get this out of the way. Stop playing Lance Ware. Like, he is not not a good basketball player for this team when you're playing other good teams. You can get away with it when the rest of the talent is significantly better. But, like, what are you doing? Why did he start? Because uh, they just wanted Oscar to come off the bench. They didn't know how much they, he was going to play tonight. Yeah, but yeah. you start you start either of your other two options over Lance. Are you joking me? I told my roommate that. I was like, Lance, Lance is starting? Yikes. I mean, I I, I totally agree. I, I want I want less. We, lo- we love Lance Ware. It's in the context of the, the trustery here. But, no, he, he is 
just causes a ton of mistakes. I mean, there's no other way around it. He's out of position on defense. Uh, he's late getting places on defense. It forces other people to have to rotate. He brings nothing to the table from an offensive standpoint. He's not a, an exceptional rebounder by any stretch of the imagination, but he does play hard. And uh, but but you got a Kingsley makes one mistake. They call a bear hug foul on him, which they could have, and I mean this quite literally, called on every Mich- Michigan State defender that was guarding Oscar Shibway in the post. But they call it on Uganda Kingsley, and he may have been a little overzealous with his defending. And anytime the officials can see those arms kind of go around, it's an easy call, especially when your wingspan right, is seven right. foot eight. Cool. I still don't think it was a foul. I don't think it really, I mean, just by the rule of the law, I don't think necessarily it was a foul. But he makes one mistake. If you're going to call that a mistake, he picks up an early cheap foul, and Lance Ware turns the ball over out of position, gives up two points makes bonehead mistake after bonehead mistake and he gets to keep playing like this is one area that it just like where John Calipari it's it's a problem like his stubbornness is a problem and it's his it's like he wants to pick and choose when he's the freshman whisperer versus when he's loyal to veterans the upperclassmen yeah yeah yeah. and like this doesn't make any sense yeah I don't I don't get that one because well especially when you have I mean, I I get that, like, in theory, Sissoko isn't just some guy that, like, like Lance is not – his size is not at a complete disadvantage against that Michigan State team. They didn't have a ton of length. Like, it wasn't a requirement. But Hugo still size offers you so much more. It just does. Like, there's no way around it. Um, but he also, Cal, like this is one of his things he just does that we have to deal with. And I'm going to just be mad at them all morning. Like he switches everything. He refuses to. And so you get guys on mismatches. Now, shout out to Lance for not getting completely exposed there on that, that, that possession where he got stuck on a point guard and got it stopped. Mm-hmm. But like that, you, that, that's, that's unacceptable basketball when you have juniors and seniors, you can, you can tell them like they should have the awareness to be able to get over the top of a screen if it's a junior or senior guarding them and and really that's like my whole entire point with today and all of what's going to be my frustration all season with Cal is that we're going to see a lot of the same stuff we saw with freshman teams when he doesn't have a freshman team like these are old guys you don't need to treat them like they're 18 like they can do more they can go like Joey Hauser what, what are we doing here chase him off the screen go over top every single one do not let him get open shots like it's not i don't these are like easy game planning stuff that 21 22 year olds should be able to do that's really frustrating and then that gets to the biggest point of them all it's it's like the severe Savir wheeler he played great at times but the problem with john calipari and kentucky's offense is that damn circle play I will die happy if I never have to see that damn circle play ever again because it is the worst mo like it it doesn't there there's CJ Frederick's running off screens. He doesn't even look to shoot when he's coming off of it. They dilly-dally around. Oh, you know what's coming, so you front Oscar in the post. Then he gets down to six seconds left in the shot clock, and Xavier Wheeler's just got to go play hero ball. Like if you put him in positions to succeed, he can succeed. But Xavier Wheeler is not John Wall. He is not Brandon Knight. He is not DJ Wagner. He is a fine point guard who can create some stuff out of nothing. But when you have to make him be the guy that's your shot maker 
at the end of possessions, like at the end of the first half, like like so many other times in that game, he can't score over top of people. And it's 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 it's, it's no fault to him. It's just his size. He can't he cannot create something out of nothing. And Kentucky's offense just does nothing. And it's the same stuff we saw the last time in Indy. And I, I felt like I was having deja vu all over again. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're being a little tough on Wheeler. I think you're trying to put it under the disguise of, like, I don't blame him for trying to create, but you got to have something better than that, which I yeah. partially do. Like, I, I do agree with a little bit, but that's what makes Wheeler so great. Is He, some, he is somebody – that's why he leads the nation in assists the last two years. He's somebody that can break down a defense by getting by one guy. In, in a perfect world, yes, it would be awesome if he could go – to the rim and go dunk on people once he gets by people. But he can't because uh, he's too short. So he'll either get into the paint and kick out. And the, the lack of kickouts, whether it was – and, you know, Oscar at 22 and 18, you can't really get mad at that dude at all. That one shot he nope. took was a horrible shot uh, in a pretty important time of the game. But you can't really get mad at that dude. But, there, but like, he didn't really kick out. Wheeler didn't kick out a ton. Um, UK ended up with seven threes, but in a two-overtime game, that's not enough in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But, I, like, I, I I liked – I mean, Wheeler did a lot of really, really good things. It was yeah. unfortunate he missed that one layup. But, like, he can score at the rim. He can get inside. He can do good things. But I, where I get annoyed, and I think you're going to agree with this, is just when it's like – I mean, how stagnant the offense was for multiple possessions. This wasn't just, like, nitpicking yeah. one or two things. I mean, it was just far too often. And when the offense is stagnant and then it's like 10 seconds and Wheeler just has to go, which, again, yeah. I think is what you're talking about, yeah, that, yep, that's that, that, that can happen. It cannot happen as often as it did last night. It, it's just it, it did. Of like an unorganized team. It happened so often. And that's that's why C.J. Frederick and uh, Antonio Reeves combined to shoot, what, 3 of 14? It's because Michigan State didn't leave him. And they didn't run – like. Cal doesn't run things to get shooters open shots. Like he just it, like it's like we're gonna run our basic motion stuff, and it's usually like a ball screen action or like like and it's good stuff when it's like it, it reminds me of NBA stuff where it's like all right we're just gonna run you know especially in only a twenty four second shot clock you've only got time to really do like a little bit to get somebody some empty space and they did a good job of getting Oscar kind of easy post feeds at times. Um, some of those ball screens, like Wheeler was just dicing them up, getting in the lane, or having a bunch of guys collapse on them. I mean, it, the, they got some easy shots out of that easy action, but you didn't get a lot of easy threes in a lot of those easy kickouts because they knew, like, all right, we got to stay on. Like, Michigan State just took it away. They were all over Frederick and Reeves, and – I, I saw a lot of people online like, why is Reeves, why do he only play so much in overtime? Because he wasn't playing well. Like, he was one of seven, and a couple of his shots were just forced. I, I don't, I, it just, I don't, I don't, I thought I saw enough to know that he wasn't going to give you much more in overtime. I, I was, consider me not one of those that was asking for more Antonio Reeves because they weren't doing stuff to give him easy looks. Yeah, I was a little disappointed and surprised uh, that Antonio Reeves couldn't get going. I, I still just I, – I'm not a coach. I'm not at these practices. These coaches have seen, I mean, 99 times more of these guys than I have, uh, probably more than that. Um, but, like, how do you not have Reeves on the floor late in the game when, one, either you're trying to put it away or, two, you're working, like, you know, toward it, it's kind of just nip and tuck back and forth. 
what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? How do you have a lineup late in a game against Michigan State hanging in the balance? And we all love the freaking – like, again, this is a very likable team. I hope we can all be mature and realize that we can say some tough sentences while still also, like, thinking that these kids are cool. Like You know, like, they, they seem like a likable group. I think this team's going to win a ton of games. I still think they're going to win the SC. Like, all you know, my big picture stuff hasn't changed from last night. I'm just mad because I'm so sick of losing in big games. Like, I'm so sick of losing in big games. That's why I'm upset. I still think this team's going to do awesome things, and they're a likable bunch. That being said, having Lance Ware and Damian Collins as your front court in meaningful minutes late in a game, in overtime even, that's embarrassing. Like, what are you doing? Take Collins. Collins couldn't do anything. I mean, and no, I no. don't blame he the dude. One he hasn't bit. been around basketball in a week. He's exactly. been going through some stuff. Like, exactly. he's not going to be on it when it comes to defending their best player. But you know what? You didn't need to have Damian Collins to guard Joey Hauser. And, and, even, and even if, like, and I don't doubt it'll be like this probably all season. I know that he's got other things on his mind than basketball. But even if everything was perfect in Damian Collins' world, like it's it wasn't really a great matchup for him. Michigan State's a super physical team. Um, I like you know why not? They did a little bit, and I don't think he really had a great game by any stretch of the imagination. But Chris Livingston, play him small ball four, and then what's it kind of like? All Hauser did. Was, was so all you needed was one big. All you needed was one big, and you could have Jacob yeah. Toppin. You know, maybe the big. I just wanted them to play a little bit of small ball, Roush, and let like Michigan dare Michigan State to try to take it inside because if they were inside, it was usually pretty crowded, and that's one of the few ways Kentucky could actually get some transition and some runouts is by trying to tricking Michigan State to get everybody inside, and then once Kentucky could come away with the ball which if you didn't have Oscar made it a little bit more difficult, then Kentucky could run. And I just don't know why he is refusing to even try some small ball lineups. Like, okay, if you end up having C.J. Frederick at your quote-unquote four, you know, not something that I think that you'd want to do for 40 minutes a game. But if you had him as your quote-unquote four, you may be giving up a little bit defensively, but when Hauser is shooting a wide-open shot every single possession anyways, what really are you giving up? What what would be different if you had C.J. Frederick play a four? And then, goodness gracious, how could how could Michigan State guard that? How would they guard it if you had four guys out on the perimeter, all of which could shoot, three of which could take you off the dribble, and then you have one big man inside that can create or finish oops if a defense breaks down? And Cal couldn't they, even try that. Couldn't even try it, Roush. They also like were doing that in the first half. It was just with Collins, and they didn't have to guard him out there. Exactly. They were, they were playing four out, one in. Um but just with Damian Collins. Um, yeah. And, and the other thing, too, Hauser got at least three jump shots off of the most basic offense in the history of the world. Guy sets down screen, curls off of it, wide open shot. How are we not? Oh, see, that's the big picture stuff that was frustrating. The stuff, though, that I think people are going to be more frustrated with like, okay, you couldn't guard a down screen, but could you at least, like, I don't know, just defend an inbounds play with three seconds ago or, like, not give up a layup, a, a, a wide open dunk with seven seconds ago? Kentucky, be nice. I, I mean, and like, I, as much as I love Oscar, like, dude's like flexing after blocking a shot and then he gives up a dunk just like that off of somebody just slipping a screen. Like, what? what? Yeah, I mean, I said that to the to the wife when it happened when he was doing so that. I was like, oh, what are you man. doing? I definitely think some of that, so, like, 
you know, Oscar taking that jump shot was a horrible shot. Him doing some of that stuff was unnecessary. Uh, yeah. I'm it just I'm looking like I'm looking at the play by play. Michigan did they only make one field goal in the second overtime, Michigan State? And still outscored Kentucky by nine? Um it ended on a thirteen to one run. Yep. Uh they got a dunk. Yeah, two one, dunks. Two dunks. Okay, there's the other one. So yeah. two two dunk field goals and the rest were free free throws. Um, but Kentucky just they didn't really have anything left in the tank. And I thought that in the second half too. I thought UK looked a little bit more gassed. They were so much standing around on offense is usually a sign of like, hey, I'm I'm tired. I'm not going to take the break on defense, which you shouldn't. And that's good. You work your butt off on defense every single possession. And I thought Kentucky, for the most part, did a good job defensively, except for guarding Hauser. Like that was one, you know, the guards the were one what we expected. Uh, when Oscar was in, he did his thing in the interior like we expected. The one thing we didn't expect is just UK's inability to be able to stick on Hauser. And Roush, that was kind of the – I think that made it even slightly more frustrating. Yeah, that, yeah like, especially the, with – you did, should be able to with your athletes there. Did the dude – like, did how, when was Hauser's last field goal? Maybe he had one in overtime. I think he probably did. But, like, didn't have anything in double overtime. And eventually Kentucky – he just made free throws. And I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, eventually Kentucky locked him down, uh, essentially. Like, they were on him in that it, the final 10 minutes, 15 minutes of overtime and regulation, they were on him. They made it a point. Like, if you give that dude any space, he's going to make it. He's going to make you pay for it. And they did a much better job covering him, which does beg the question, why did it take 45 minutes of basketball to figure that stuff out? Why did it take 40 minutes of basketball to figure that out? Why did it take 35 minutes of basketball to figure it out? He was not beating anybody off the dribble. You, you know, if you make him curl around the screen and the, and the defender goes around the, or goes over top of the screen with him, then you're playing downhill at that point. But then make father time dribble and go downhill. Yeah, I would have to dribble. Downhill. It'd be a, be a, be a hoot because I think that dude's probably got the slowest 40 time in college basketball. But instead, it would look like me dribbling. Out we, there. we made him incredibly so goofy. He was spot up almost every time, catch and shoot sort of stuff, something that we couldn't get with CJ Frederick because it was well defended. It was not well defended with Hauser. That was on coaching. And that's a mistake. That's a mistake. They eventually figured it out and fixed it. Why did it take so freaking long to do that? I'll never know. This is not a game Kentucky should have lost. UK will be all right. I'm still thinking this is a team that I've, I've got I've got national championship expectations. Uh, I bet they go toe-to-toe with Gonzaga on Sunday night. Like, they're mm-hmm. a fine team, just too much talent, and you mix in the Bahamas trip. I get it's early in the season. You've See, had players out the last few weeks. But, like, you, th- it should be better than this, even in th- mid-November. It should be better than this with this group. That, that was the part that was frustrating with Cal's end-of-game execution. Well, we haven't been together. We haven't practiced. It's like, yes, you did. You, you did. We saw all the games that you had early on. I understand not fe- knowing your rotations and, like, getting some guys lost in the bench because you're, just, you're not used to rotating them in, how the pieces fit together. That, that does take time. But some of the plays at the end of games and the execution and not having – Anything to go to when you need offense? It's just, I, I just, I man, you late in that game, you could see it coming when they would just slow the ball down in that shot clock, and it was, it was just so dreaded. I could see it coming. It's like, no, please move, make them guard you. Then they might give up something easy. And 
Nothing came easy offensively for Kentucky late in that game when they needed when they needed points the most. And like again, you know, I'm 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 I tweeted yesterday that there's enough blame to go around. This is actually kind of funny. I think you two may may or may not get a kick out of this. I tweeted there was enough blame to go around for the loss yesterday. And it's hundred percent true. Like again, Casey Wallace makes those free gosh, I was having flashbacks of Deron Lamb at Assembly Hall missing those free throws. And it's like, well, if you make that, then you can't lose and you're going to force them to take a three instead of having to kind of be on skates worrying about, well, we don't want to give up the two, but we definitely don't want to lose the game. And Deron Lamb missed it and IU came back and, and they won. Um, Case and Wallace missed those free throws. And instead of where you'd have Michigan State probably having to force up a three, they were Kentucky was on skates and it didn't work out. But answer, answer this to me, Roush. And, and like, again, you know, it's not Cal's fault that Oscar is so out of position on the inbounds play. I mean, you can make a case that be like, well, he needs to be better coach, but everybody else played that play pretty darn well. Um, yep. that, but he that's, just got caught staring at all the screens. Exactly. You, and and you, you took that – I mean, they, they saw you take that step out towards the elbow, and you were done. I mean, you were, to, you were a fried turkey. You were done. And they threw it in, and you had your hands up you know, before the dunk even went in. Cause you, and, and like, that's uh, I, maybe that's, maybe that's on Cal to like, maybe he should have known Oscar was liable in a position like that, but where I'll, but I, I think that's on Oscar, you know, you played college basketball too long. You know that they're probably going to try to go to the rim with three seconds left on the fricking clock. And why are you going away from the basket? Anyways, neither here nor there. Here's something I'll put on Cal in that situation. How do you not put you gotta in on that? It's three seconds left. Why wouldn't you put your seven foot six shot blocker just to be, I don't know, a little disruptive? There's three <laughs> seconds on the clock. Like, I, you know, he, he, yeah, he, that's he's not... more out of position than anybody else. Like, use your freaking brain. Be smart. Try to win these games, Cal. They matter. The Louisville Regional is up for stake. You have yeah. to, you cannot slip up in coaching just as much as you can't slip up if you're a player. You've got to be thinking about this stuff. And he seems sometimes just so complacent with like, these are my guys. They're going to go out there and they're going to win. And I give them the freedom to do what they want. Give just give me a break. But there was enough blame to go around last night. And it's funny because one of the Plumley Bros direct messaged me that they linked that tweet to me that I tweeted out, and they direct messaged and they said classic. And then they direct messaged and said, "I did not mean to send that to you, TJ. My bad." <laughs> so like. Family bro was trying to link my tweet to talk smack about me to a friend. Actually, accidentally sent it to me. Wow. wow, that's crazy. Good, nicely done, Plumley bro. Usually, the method of intentional, like you do it intentionally, but you want to act like it was unintentional. But I, I you know, I don't know how anybody could say that this is all one hundred percent on coaching. Coaching definitely gets the the plenty the of blame majority. on this team. When you're getting nine million dollars a year, I'm going to blame you for it. But what do you like? There, I mean, some of the stuff is just like players. What are you doing? And even on some of the screens, you know, some of the screens that's on them. Coaches can't go out there and defend Roush. Right, right, right. But like, it, it was. It looked even worse when Izzo is drawing up those end of game situations, and you're like, like, look at yours. It's the circle play, like that. That the. Having those juxtaposed next to one another made the contrast look even worse. And that, and it's just, uh, I, I thought we didn't we talk about Izzo being just like a, another Tubby Smith. 
Yeah. Like, I, well, like try, of course, it comes back to bite us in the ass because this is Kentucky roll call and it's how it happens on this show. But we joked right. about like, oh, he's, he will be burning every single time out to coach him up, which he did. And uh, it worked. At our, he had plays for him. At, at our expense, unfortunately. But, oh, yeah, he wasn't going to let those timeouts go to waste. And, uh, it was, yeah, he got a, Calipari got out coached by Tom Izzo last night. And it seemed, unfortunately, a lot like effort. Like Cal was just like, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you're not thinking like big brain stuff that three seconds left on an inbounds. Let's make sure we got everybody where they need to be. And I don't know. Do we have anybody that can maybe be disruptive around? The, oh, yeah, we probably have the best shot blocker in college basketball on our bench. But, oh, he did make that one foul that one time in the first half, so I forgot he, he is un, totally untouchable and unplayable. Let's go get Lance Ware out there. I mean, it's ridiculous stuff. I'm worked up about it again. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We may get in the text line. We may complain more about last night. This team will be all right. I'm not, like, I'm not hitting any panic button. It's game three of the college basketball season. But, damn it, we're all sick of losing. This is Kentucky yep. football. Sick of it. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Time, time to taste the fruits and let the juices drip down my chin. I proclaim this the summer of George. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on your Wednesday morning. A great start to your day. We appreciate you listening. Fiery first segment. We did talk during the break, though. That as frustrating as UK's offense may look at times, it is a better offense, I can confirm, than Louisville and the Cards with a heartbreaking defeat last evening. Falling to App State, they have now lost four straight meaningful real games by one point. Dating back to last season, they've lost all three of their games this year by one point. Scoots, you nailed it. That that is such a wild stat. No, you know, I didn't I don't want to say that I nailed it because I was kind of being sarcastic on that Rick Boza retweet. But yeah, I mean it, it <laughs> I hope they lose every game by one point. Is that is that mean spirited? Uh it is no. kind of mean because I I mean at least like get blown out every once in a while. <laughs> um which that the picture of that crowd. Huh. That's gonna well. be I mean, it's six o'clock playing App State. They're zero two. Um, I don't. I don't. I mean, they're they're not good. They're not good. Right, but like he's not doing really a good job coaching, in my opinion. I, I I wouldn't be eager to go check that stuff out either. It's just it's not going to get any better anytime soon. You know, like that. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of that this year, and it's just it's going to be bad. Scoots, Eastern Michigan got blown tf out. They did, but it, guess what? It doesn't matter because I still got that one game lead. Trevor actually hits up the text line and says something about how it might be a race to 10 wins. I think that's too much. I think this is going to be a race to seven. You think seven's the winning number? <laughs> seven seven gets it done. <laughs> I mean, if I'm Trevor, I'm like ecstatic that, hey, we're 0-3, uh, maybe the worst UofL basketball team ever, and I'm only one game out. I'm only yeah, one but, game out midway through November. But the thing is, is this is the easy part of their schedule. So it's not, yeah. like Ralph said, it's not going to get any easier. 
Yeah, but with all due respect, like if you can lose by 28 points to Bradley, you certainly could lose to Oakland if you're East Michigan. But they only uh, lost to what, like by five to Michigan? So it's like, it's it's weird. Two different teams. No, nah, I mean, they're probably just a bad team. They got up for an in-state game against Michigan. I think it was a neutral <laughs> site game. Um, they're, I mean, they're, they're, I, I bet Eastern Michigan is just a bad team. The question is, will they win more games than L? And if L doesn't win a game, Scoots, you, you may pull it off, pal. That's right, yeah. The, so, actually, they're really similar. L- Louisville is all L. Ellis. He has the ball in his hands the entire game. Eastern Michigan's the same way. It's a lot of Amani Bates. So, yeah, if you if you watch either of those teams this year, get ready for some one-on-one basketball. <sighs> we just need to play already. each other. Wish they played each other. That'd be well, awesome. In a perfect world, they both, like, somehow make the CBI or something like that, and they, they had the same amount of wins, and they play head-to-head. That would be – in In the championship. That would be a good time. <laughs> that would be a good time. Uh, all right, get your text in, Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I gave my overall thoughts really on the game. I'm sure there's more I could say, and there is more that I will say, uh, but anything you all want to add? Uh, just quickly, uh, man, I do this every year. I forget how bad college basketball refs are, and they just they just suck the fun out of any potential fun this sport can be. And I just get so disappointed. And this is not like, oh, Kentucky would have won if the rest didn't fell out of Kushiba. No, they just suck at everything. Like, you blew the play dead on a five-on-four? What the hell is that? It's like, that's just not in the rule book at all. And they just were like, oh, we're going to do what we want. They're so bad. So bad. Anticipate everything. It's just, oh, God, they suck so much. And it's just like a constant, too. They're just a constant suck. They called, uh, I want to say, 37 fouls in a 50-minute game. So, yeah, they're getting they, close they, to that one-per-minute average. That's what they're shooting for. The offensive foul on Reeves when he was doing a floater and the guy slides under his landing spot. Oh. Well, like, what are you it, doing? That's just, like, I mean, he, it's he barely even touched him, Reeves, too. Idiots. Oh, he like, barely touched him. Barely. Like, I thought we were getting rid of flops. College basketball. No, that ain't happening. No, they don't. Uh, and I've always thought this person, every back when he was like saying it was too dangerous to play football during the pandemic, Dan Wolkin's always on top of it. Could, I agree with everything that guy says. Uh, he had a funny tweet yesterday where he was just like, uh, Kentucky, he said that November college basketball games don't matter, but the call that fouled out Kentucky's best player was a disgrace, and the rest of the game is irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot take Wolken. We always agree with all his takes. He bats a thousand, says. and he's exactly right on this one. The game is irrelevant. And the thing is, and like the truth is, you beat Gonzaga this week is still uh, a net positive. You're coming out ahead of pressure on, the on you, though. But, and, and again, if you lose to Gonzaga, it's not really the end of the world. You could still be in the Louisville Regional. You could still be a one seed. Um, all those things would still be true. But you're playing for a shot at the Final Four in your backyard. These games freaking matter, Cal. Like, it matters. You needed to find a way to win that one. And the officials not helping you out make it even more frustrating. But that's part of the game. They're horrible. College officials are horrible. You got to live through that stuff. And you got to fight through that stuff. And you're just so much more talented than Michigan State is what it comes back to for me. Michigan State's a fine team. And, like, I think our our 
summary of Michigan State yesterday was like pretty spot on. This is a team that I think is going to probably be a four seed and not one that I think a lot of teams are going to see in March just because you know what you're going to be getting out of this group. Tough, well-coached, physical. Um, Sisisco was a lot more athletic than I gave him credit for yesterday. Hand up. I was wrong about that. I was really impressed with the way he moved. Uh, He will only get better as the season goes on. I bet this will be a team that competes for the Big Ten. I don't think that they win it, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. It's a solid team, but Kentucky's better. You just if you're a better team, you gotta start winning more games. You you were better than St. Peter's. You needed to win that game. You were better than Tennessee last year. You needed to beat those teams. Like you need and I know injuries last year and last year's last year, this year's this year, but it's a fr- it's an overall frustration, Roush, that I I just want a run. Like I just is it is a twenty game winning streak too much to ask? And I know there's some people like, yeah, that, that probably is too much to ask. But damn it, <laughs> we've had it before. It's really a good time. I'd like to get back to that, please. It would be nice. It would be. It would be really nice. Um, Scoots, are we asking for too much? Like, are we being over the top emotional fans? You were watching the same game. Are is our criticism fair? Scoots, oh. one good thing to do is to unmute the mic. Oh no! Did he leave? Like, before, he could be. Go talk to him. Sorry, dealing with some internet issues. Sorry, I missed it. Uh, what were you doing? Were you playing a game? Internet issues. Yeah, let me reconnect. Oh, man. Oh. Scoots, when you play Pac-Man while we're doing it, that chews up the internet. <laughs> or whatever and game him and Trevor go for the top score. He's he's beating Trevor's ass in that, too, by the way. I love that. That makes me really happy because it makes Trevor really <laughs> sad. Let's get to the text on Roush. You want to anything? I mean, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just venting is all this is. So I, I move on for me. Um, you've, I think you've already said your piece, but if anything you want to add, feel free. No, I, I, I have. Like yeah, we'll get to more. Scoots, do you think we're overreacting or based on your, you watch the game. What are we overreacting or is this fair? Where are we at? Um, I think it's a good mix of both, to be honest with you. I, I, I do think, Okay. I mean, stinking internet. Yeah. Okay. Poor Scootsy. I mean, it was a good question, but the we can't wait for the answer forever, Roush. No, no, yeah, it's unfortunate. At what cost, you know? Yep. Yep. At what cost? Uh, text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Text on into the Thornton's text line, and um, Wagner, Dillingham, Edwards, Reed, CJ, Reed, Steer. I have to think those guys won't be on the roster next year. Just too crowded. Probably so. Um, you know, I think a lot of people would probably point to the arrow of the... Odd man out. Yeah. Uh, which, again, you know, I don't I don't know where he gets minutes last night, but Cal's roster management. The, the Cal haters, whole and whole, are incredibly annoying. I had a few people text me last night, like people that I like, that personally, away from sports, I think are great people. But they're like UK takes are just so painful to read. And I got some texts last night from some of the Cal haters. Uh, large and large, you all are annoying people. However, Cal's roster management, or I guess rotation, playing rotation, those will make me pull out every last little hair I've got on top of my head. Poor like, what would it have hurt to put the arrow out there? You know, the guy's kind of a spark plug. The offense at times just looked dead. 
He doesn't hurt you really defensively, or at least we wouldn't think that he would. Man, that was another thing, too. It's like, I, Roush, I know you were behind. You did the bedtime rewind. I tried, yeah. I, I, did, I think I caught up at the under-8 timeout, maybe the under-12 timeout, whenever it was. Holy smokes, Kentucky should have been up 15 10 minutes into the game. I'm not kidding. Oh, well, like They the, should have been up 15 10 minutes into the game and potentially had just put that game away and broken, crushed Michigan State's yep. spirit. But, you know what they did instead? 7-0 run. Let's take two one-shot threes. One pass threes, excuse me. Like, just have Michigan State on their heels, and then you get hero ball. I don't really know. Who took the threes? Reeves and, and, um, Reeves and Wheeler. Reeves yeah. was quick in transition. Yeah. Wheeler's was on the other opposite wing. Man, shout out to Wheeler for knocking down some of those wide open threes, though. He has absolutely have to be able to do that. And uh, more times than not, I thought he did it. At least I'm talking like the wide open ones where it's just nobody's within the neighborhood. He could well, sit on the ground, like, crisscross that off of off, a good pass, polish too. the ball if need be, give it a good old smooch, cook it some dinner, and then mm-hmm. he can let it rip. Those he did a solid job on. Got to be able yep. to make those wheelers. So thank you for that. Yeah, you know, it, Wheeler wasn't perfect, but I do think you were maybe a little harsh on him. But hey. It's a, it's, a take, it's a takes business. Yeah, yeah, but it's just for me, he's fine until he has to do everything. Like, I, don't make him do everything. I, I agree. I do agree with that. I personally thought Wheeler was really good last night. It was it was easy to see, especially in that first half, just his speed and quickness that I feel like everybody just constantly forgets about. I mean, those two back-to-back plays where he got to the rim, that, that was big, and I, I wish we would have saw more of it. Yeah, he. And I, I hated that he missed that one important layup late because he did everything right on it. Brutal. There was a shot that he had made, you know, five times in the game already at that point, or it seemed like five times, and uh, just a little too much mustard on the corn dog came off a little too hot. That was Oscar out of the game at that point too? Because I don't think you know maybe he would have got Oscar is still just such a freak, he, even with the mistakes yeah. he makes, and he made he made he made some. He's not blameless for yesterday. Right. Just the way he operates is just. When he had that freshman big on him and just slipped right by him, like he's such a good player. This team's gonna be fine, folks. Uh, but it doesn't make last night any less frustrating. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, "Feels like UK media on the football side is kind of trying to prepare us for a player exodus." I hope I'm wrong. Well, I mean, Stoops said that free agent. Said, uh, yeah, he said 100. percent It's been about 100 percent mutual. Um, that's changing this year. So, yeah. And I don't think it's going to be Matt. Like, everybody's worried about Brown and Walker. Um, they're like the poster childs of UK's nil efforts at Athlete Advantage. I think they'll be fine. Some of the other guys will probably end up going their own way. But, like, that's just it's going to be a lot of turnover. That's how it's going to be whenever you finish below expectations. And you're all be that way regardless, you know, like a lot of yeah. this is a new, a new era. Kentucky, for the most part, has been okay with transfers. Um, really, you know, good. I mean, Jeff Bidette, even before all this was even a thing, was your only, like, noticeable guy that you really didn't want to lose that, that decided to go elsewhere. It will happen. It'll happen to everybody. Um, even even the biggest of the big boys will probably have a departure they don't want here or there from time to time. Uh, it will happen to Kentucky, but like we mentioned yesterday, just, went, you know, come out ahead on the transfer portal when it's all said and done. When the, if you lose a player, go get two really good ones to try to make up for it. Yep. That's how it works. And Kentucky's in a good spot in that regard, and that's why, you know, finishing the season strong, not taking any major steps backwards as a program, 
is important is because it can be a destination to a lot of like really good, talented group of five players or maybe non-SEC power conference players that are on bad teams and they just want a taste of the bright lights. Um, not not the bright lights against Fandy, though. Just ignore that one. No, and he had a thing no. here. Good morning, fellas. Duke says he has to change his philosophy. Does that mean he has a much larger role in the offense than what he thought, than what we thought? I don't know what it means, but just asked him, like, hey, uh, this whole shrinking the game thing down going to work. It's just, you know, got to think through things. I don't know what that's going to mean, but we'll see. This is from Kirby. Hey, Kirby. And this is from mm-hmm. yesterday. We're trying to catch up. A couple from Kirby. I've been telling my group chat for weeks something has to be going on behind the scenes because the way these guys are playing just doesn't make sense unless there's turmoil. Soup seemed to allude multiple times yesterday with Young versus Old in the locker room. Maybe nil-driven. What's your all's take? And Roush, you got any behind-the-scenes juice? Oh, sorry. That was right in the middle of a huge yawn. My apologies. Um, yeah, no, I I mean, something seems off, but I don't I don't know what it is. Kirby, uh, we'd appreciate texts that don't make our co-host yawn. No, well, and, and that, that that really is on me, Kirby. My bad. Uh, but I I've thought the same. I don't know if it's just overall uh, disorganization uh, uh, amongst the like staffers since Brez has been gone. Uh, I don't know if it's Stoops looking elsewhere. Um, it's it's kind of felt like that's been kind of the case, but you know, it also is probably some nil stuff. It's just it certainly hasn't been on par. There's no doubt about that. Kirby says, also, we buried Cal in spring, and he responds with one of his best classes in history. Kudos to him. Soups want to go at him in the summer like he did. He better respond and not run and hide or bail on the cat. Sorry, hype for basketball, but football has me in my feelings. Let's get a W and have a day, boys. See, here's the that's the worst well, part, though. Is Well, basketball's like, hold my beer, Kirby. You want to feel good about us? Well, not so fast. We're going to give you a devastating loss. How about both coaches just win? How about that? It would be cool. It would be, be awesome. really cool. I don't care. Whichever one just wins more can talk as much crap to the other one for all I can. Just go win more. Just both of them. Go win. Go win. Uh, this is from John. He says, good day morning to all. Man, let's go. Mr. Wagner, come on down. We're about to win back-to-back NCAA championships. After the Oscar news, my confidence is through the universe for tonight's game. Oh, no, John. Uh, I will be drinking my milk with my pinky finger up. I got the Cats winning by 11, and I'll take Wheeler as my favorite player tonight with 10 points and 10 assists. Plus six rebounds. We'll got to go talk to you later. Hey, you know, well, good call on the Wheeler. You were you were all over that one, John. Kirby says, "Does tune into random commercials mid show for everyone or just me?" Seems to have started in the last two weeks. Uh, I feel like we've talked about that, Kirby. Yep. Yep. Plenty. Plenty. Uh, yeah, something's up with tune in. We're not really sure what's yeah. up, but we're yeah. we're sorry. There's a call in number. Scoot screams about it if you want them to. Uh, all you have to do is watch the 30 for 30 on Cal, and you knew DJ was always coming to UK. Mm-hmm. I knew he was always coming to UK. Never doubt. Texter says, credit to the coaching staff for making the changes that Matt Jones demanded. No way we get this class without him. Our coaching staff is lucky to have him. Texter says, Oscar Sheboy plays basketball today, and he played well. Not perfect, but he played well. Um and I'll say this with Oscar, too. There's times where I think the offense is just too reliant on post feeds to Oscar, and that's not an Oscar problem. That's a John Calipari problem. Uh, it just makes the whole offense kind of look ugly. It, it basically, is just like, let's buy some time until we can get Oscar into position. But it almost just feels a little, one, 
too forced because it is. Yep. And two, it's a little too uh, dead end. It's yeah. One, yep. you waste, they, one you waste so much time doing it, and then once you throw it into it, it's like, well, he's got to put up the shot, or else that's it. You know, that's too all late. It. You're right. Like there, there is very much a finding the right balance uh, in feeding the national player of the year versus letting the team get some ball movement to create easy shots because it's not only everybody else kind of standing around, but even once he gets it, like you need to have some action going on away from the ball to where if that double team does come and the easy shots out there, he has open guys waiting to set up to spot up shoot from the three. Um, totally and, agree. And, and like that, that's the part of this where not having Oscar for the last month is going to rear its ugly head. Same thing when he had that turnover trying to, kick it out to Reeves, I want to say, at the three-point line, and they were just – the spacing was off. Like, those are some things you, you're you just – that you're going to work through. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Uh, but but that is – like that yin and yang between how much do we try to force-feed the ball to Oscar versus just let the other guys eat and move as well. Like, that that's going to be, I think, a, a something we need to keep our eye on throughout the season. Yeah, I, I, I think you said it perfectly. I want Oscar to be – in option, a option, not the option. And I think the offense would benefit where if you're swinging it around, you're having a couple guys look for their shot, you're running some motion, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Oscar happens to have his guy sealed on the block, then hell yeah, you feed him. Or, you know, if he's kind of struggling for position, but he's calling for it, all right, then you feed it to him. If he's got one-on-one, I think you definitely do. And then Oscar's got to be smart enough, as you mentioned, Roush. If the, if the double team comes, kick it back out. I, I just want more options, not less. And dead-end basketball ain't it. Uh, Texter says, think Skang is coming back next year because if you needed to make a change, you need to have the guy in the seat in December with the portal situation. Soups is just too Youngstown arrogant for this to work. Also think it's a big – also think it's big that Skang was literally hired mostly for Levis and he's looked worse. That's the part that's scary. But, I, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, had the guy in the seed in December with the portal situation. Like, yes, he, you can still go get an offensive coordinator in December. Yeah, I mean, really, like, this nah. is behind-the-scenes stuff that they would be privy to, not just some Joe Blow. Not that that surprises anybody like me. But, like, there, you could also be strategic with your offensive coordinator hire. Not only that you think is a good offensive coordinator, but – they can bring X, Y, and Z with you, maybe quite literally some X, Y, and Z receivers. Um, but they, you know, or they have an in with a certain recruit, or they, they're really plugged into a hot part of the country and recruit. You know, you can be strategic with your offensive coordinator hires, which is exactly what we thought Stoops, as this texter alludes to, what we thought that he was doing with Scangarello. Um, unfortunately, that hasn't worked. But as I think a texter yesterday pointed out, supposedly Scangarello's He's got ends with all these great quarterbacks that may want to come to UK in the future. So that's something else that I'm sure Stoops is having to consider. But I, I don't disagree with that text. You know, you you need to have your ducks in a row as much as possible because after the you know the season really never stops anymore. No, no, it really doesn't. Um, but, but like, I'll also you know I've I've said it plenty of times that shouldn't be the end all be all. What one guy can get. You in the train like you you they're appointing quarterbacks in the transfer portal. There are some are better than others, but like every offensive coordinator should have an in. Uh, I don't know. You're right. Shouldn't about be the that. end all be all. I agree. We were that. forty points better than Louisville last night, and now they are better than us in one year. Last year. 
Oh, last year, talking about uh, the football. I wouldn't team. say they're better, yeah. but it's a good sign of just how momentum can can play a huge part in the yeah. season. Louisville feeling like they're playing for something. They've got things are good. They've got some momentum. The recruiting's good. That that in November, that's really important. Um, and hopefully, you know, we, we got a Georgia game. We got to end hour one. Hour two is coming up next. We'll get back into the Thornton's text line. We'll try to catch up here. Do not go anywhere. KRC on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin K. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday. Hope you're having a great day. We appreciate you listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Replay of the show is 9 to 11. That follows the live version of the show, 7 to 9. And you can, of course, listen to Kentucky Roll Call anytime, anywhere, when you download the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Leave us a rating and review. And do not uh, forget about our friends at Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. I absolutely love their website. I go to it even when I'm not buying sunglasses just to hang out and look at it. Uh, there's a lot to check out. They have right at the top their best sellers, so you don't have to, you know, maybe you're not one that wants to scroll through a million different sunglasses. See what's popular. See what the people like. Uh, they are an amazing company that does a lot of great things. Premium polarized sunglasses that will promise you loss and broken coverage. So anytime you can buy confidence at Shady Rays, just knowing that anytime uh, something may happen to your sunglasses, you can get them right back from the good old company, ShadyRays.com. Over 200,000 five-star verified reviews. Our podcasts do not have 200,000 five-star verified reviews. So they're they, doing something they right over Shady Rays. Do not forget the promo code BIGX. Save 25% off. I agree, Roush. They should. Uh, but Shady Rays, they've already done it. They should and they could. And they also feed hungry people all throughout America. Over 20 million meals donated. So every time you buy our Shady Rays, you're also doing some good. All right. Uh, I, I'm fine hopping right back into the text line. If you yep. don't have any quick hitters, there was, I mean, it was a pretty newsy Tuesday. There's a lot more that I could get to, but uh, as, as old Scooter Magooter would say, no time, no time. Wait, we yeah. don't want to break down the 2024 presidential race. No, oh, my goodness gracious. <sighs> hey, in, in all seriousness, no big, big, big shout out to Isaac Humphreys. Uh, uh, he yeah, came out yeah. yesterday. That was that was really cool to see. It, I don't know. It was he, kind he, of a bittersweet video, if I'm being honest with you. And like, like he was clearly struggling, and sure. it's just you know, like, I, you can almost see the weight lifted off his shoulders as he's saying it. I just hate hearing he was in such a bad place, you know, for something yeah. like that. You, you, you wish that he and not that I'm not I'm not blaming him at all for that. He he was, and it's unfortunate, but. I hate that he didn't think he had anybody to talk to or didn't think it was the right time or couldn't come to grips with it. I hate it. He's a great dude. Always yeah. enjoyed interviewing him and wish him nothing but 
the best moving forward. So uh, that was it was a cool video, but I just hated hearing that he was in a right. bad spot. And I'm I'm sure that there's a uh, in some communities it's more difficult than others, and especially in you know male athletics, there's like a machismo about it. I, I bet it's it's tough, just the the pressure. So I'm I'm glad he finally felt comfortable to do that and can be himself. Yeah, if you missed it, Isaac Humphreys or Isaac, as they say down under, uh, he came out and talked about some depression issues he had and uh, talked about taking his own life even, just some really opened up to, to a group of of people close to him and his team. And um, good for him. Like, mm-hmm. We're very we, – we love you, Isaac Humphreys, but uh, hate that hate that you were feeling that way and – I, you know, I, I know there's a few thousand folks in Kentucky that will always have your back if you ever need anybody to to chat with or come home to. So a texter says, TJ, Nick, just as soon as Scoots looks like he will take Trevor's money on that U of L Eastern Michigan bet, he is turning around and giving some of those winnings to TJ, making this ridiculous triple-double bet. Yeah, it, hands down, probably the dumbest bet I've ever made in my life. But you know what? You guys have been so supportive of me and my quest for Trevor's $500 that I feel like that's the least I could do is give back. Nick, do you want to name your own silly $20 bet? I might take it. Man, the the triple-double one is Kentucky didn't have one until 2016, like ever, in Kentucky basketball history. So stupid. I mean, what would, like, the individual odds be on him getting a triple-double any given game? You know, probably – Plus, like plus 30,000. I was going to say, like, generously, like, plus 700, you know. So, <laughs> and, that, and that is probably pretty generous. Uh, yeah. Roush, you should bet him more double doubles, Oscar Sheboy or um, Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis, yeah. Mm. Well, Oscar, Oscar already had to miss two games. So, yeah, I kind of am Ooh. interested. Oh, yeah. He's got a whole less runway. And you know Indiana's going to win a bunch of games in the Big Ten tournament, so there's more games for and the day. and the NCAA tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much. <laughs> oh wait, did you see this big news from yesterday, TJ? Pro- probably. Elon Musk he hired back Ligma and Johnson. Oh, did are you you say so? Yeah, he he <laughs> took a picture with them with two thumbs up as they're back at Twitter headquarters. Are you going to get the the, the check mark? No, I, I was actually like thinking like maybe I should just jump through the hoops to get one. I mean, probably change the rules too, and it's like, well, that's just unnecessary now. What, what do you mean they changed the rules? Like, like before you had to pay for it, I was like, okay, maybe I should figure out what it is to do this. But now that, I mean, you know, any person with eight bucks a month can get it. It it doesn't feel like I I don't I don't, I don't feel the need to go get one. I'm a little surprised, like, on three hasn't, like, made you all or, yeah. or, like, fronted the cash for it just because from, a from like, a business standpoint, there probably are some slight benefits to doing it. Um, I don't know. I may I may end up doing it someday, may not. I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm watching. I'm checking out what everybody else is doing. Yeah, it's still pretty volatile right now at the Twitter.com. So we can just kind of keep our eyes on it for now. I love it that everybody – like, I know that it's, like, cool in the news right now to like hate on elon musk but it is funny to think like the guy who completely reinvented electric cars and autonomous cars and has built rockets better than nasa can't figure out how to run like a social media site like i I bet he'll probably get it in time 
it's just so funny. Like he immediately was like, I'm going to do all this and, and like nearly tanked it in like overnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, dude, you could have just like showed up and like sat there for a week before observed for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Run, yeah We're fired a bunch anymore. of people. Does Trace Jackson oh. Davis have any um, triple or double double so far? Uh, that I'm not sure of. I doubt it just because he played limited minutes the first couple of games. He was dealing with a, a wrist issue. So, I mm. no, I doubt it. I'll do it. If you want to do it, Roush, I'll do it. I'll give you 20 of Trevor's dollars. I mean, it is just a free bet. Like, he, he, <laughs> he, he Oscar leads the race uh, one to nothing as an update. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll think of another bet, Scoots. Okay. Yeah, that one doesn't really seem fair. Dude, make him do a scooter race downtown. Get on one of the e-scooters from like Fourth Street. I am never riding one of those again. Good try though, buddy. Twenty bucks on the line. A texter <laughs> says ESPN projection of the UK U of O game as of today. Yeah, we I mentioned that yesterday. Kentucky's uh four three and a half four point favorite right now. I think I mentioned that yesterday. Diffuse the power rating stuff, which um, uh, shockingly from- is better than last year. From say Bacon had a terrible sports weekend. His poopy Eagles lost to my Washington Commanders. Louisville gets uh, a nil win in football and basketball. Grandpa Milk could not beat out Cal for grandson DJ. Ain't life grand. Suck it, Louisville sports. <laughs> Texter says, got a love Coach Cal's Elmer Fudd intimidate and talking about Oscar playing and I. He just said voice texting jerks. Yeah. Nick is 100% right, says one texter. Well, that must be always right. Your mom texted into the show again, Roush. <laughs> Can't blame Brad White on missed tackles. You cannot blame Brad White on missed tackles. You can blame Brad White for having some guys out of position potentially, but you cannot blame him for missed tackles. Um, took, took the baby out for a little daddy daughter lunch yesterday, Roush, and the place we went had. Uh, the UK bandy game on. I just wanted so badly to be like, also what was Stoops doing? Not using, I mean, gosh, these coaches, sometimes they get paid so much money and clock management and just some of the most simplistic things. Why wouldn't Stoops have used those timeouts when bandy was down near the goal line? I don't know. Like, what are you doing? Well, we only have so many plays to run. Why are you letting them kill the clock? Exactly. And for the well, goal, we, like we we wanted them for our offense. What? What? So you could throw three incompletions and go home with them? Like well, no, you didn't need to save one for the inevitable sack. And, and and maybe you want one for the sack. I say no. If you get sacked, just hurry on up. You you can you will be quicker with the clock than they will be quicker with the clock. So you want to stop their time. You can always rush up and hurry up if need be. But if you wanted to save one for a sack, then fine, whatever. But a lot of precious time there college football 40 seconds could be three minutes if you want it to be like first down stop the clock you can play quick yeah some yeah yeah everything stinks roush we do don't we we do this every time in like mid or early november it seems like we just go through the big blue funk yeah we're just everybody's losing at the same time and we feel like we're in a black hole of suck yeah that's where we're at right now so sick of this And and then you Get home from work. It's already dark outside. Dogs being annoying is all get out. Like, when's it going to be TJ's turn, you know? Never. That's when. One texter on the Thornton's text line says, I can't imagine there not being some sort of money laundering shenanigans with these mattress and toll companies. I don't know what the mattress companies have to do with it, but the tolls, Danny Riverlink. 
there is like a big conspiracy theory about mattress companies because it's just like how often you see mattress stores all over the place. How often do you know people that just go mattress shopping? That, buy, that buys an actual mattress. That's a good like, point. You know, so there is something up with that. Like you I think I'm going to get a new mattress for the first time since I've known my wife this year. <laughs> the the toll companies, at least you can understand like, hey, building a new bridge or a road, it costs money these tolls are going to help pay for it. But why it has to just be the mo- the worst ran company in the world. I mean, it's just like business one-on-one, but uh, scooch reporting that women indeed be shopping. says one texture on the women be topic. shopping. I wonder where that was in reference. Women be shopping. Women be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> More did of that. You, uh, that was great. Did you see Dave Chappelle did the game of Thrones bit with all of his old Chappelle show characters? No, I didn't. I saw his opening monologue, but I did not see. I did not yeah. see that. It's like the table, like when they're in Dragonstone and they're at the table, and Corliss Valarian comes in, and they're like, "Ooh, who is this Valarian?" And it's like Ashy Larry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will check that out after the show today, though. Oh man, actually, it's not Ashy Larry. It's the other guy. Who's the guy that would show up to the middle schools with a crack pipe? Um, I thought that was Ashley Larry. Yeah, 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 it is Ashley Larry. Sorry, I thought it was. <laughs> a texter says it has been a long time. He gets, the, he gets the, the dragon to light up his crack pipe. <laughs> Izzo so upset he had three timeouts with four seconds left in the half. He just had to call one. <laughs> oh man, I needed that laugh. Whew. Yeah, uh, but the crappy thing is. They won. And is our coach Cal. Texter yeah. says, I know it's very early, but not sure how Livingston, how much Livingston gives us right now. The thing I said during the exhibition games and some of the early games or the Bahamas games, whatever games it was, um, he just seems like a little out of place. Uh, I just don't know what the fit is with him. And I don't think he knows what the fit is either. And that's pretty problematic. He just – I think – he need if if I were Livingston, I would say I'm just going to be a super physical, defensive minded wing player because I don't think his offense is I don't think his offense is bad for what it's worth. I think it's just, he doesn't do any one thing super well. He does a lot of everything well right now. Um, like he he it's just not one specific thing that he can go to. I just worry uh, him getting about him getting stuck in like a Bryce Hopkins situation where he's just out of position, you know. That's actually a pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty good comparison. Is that like you know Bryce Hopkins, good player, did wasn't like he's doing a ton of wrong things. Just where, how does it fit in with what you got? And I think that applies with Livingston. Like again, I think the answer with Livingston is small ball four. That's that's your answer yeah, with Livingston. Yeah, he needs that, to be yep, a small ball four, and then you either have Oscar in there with them. Even then, you know Livingston. I don't know if he can stretch the floor well enough, but it would help if you have him as a three though. That that lineup's not going to be one that I like. I don't care who – if Livingston is your three, I really don't care who you have, the four, the five, the one, or the two. I'm probably not going to like it because most likely it means you got Collins or Toppin at the four, not enough shooting for my liking, um, and then the one or two, I don't really care. But if it's Wheeler, then you are you may only have one shooter on the floor, and that's you can't do that. So uh, nothing against Livingston. It's just a tough fit. You all missed a text. TJ, Robert wants to know where you're watching the Titans-Packers game. Oh, my bad, Robert. Uh, I did see that text. You tell me, pal. Joe's uh, older than dirt. You tell me. Um, Packers yeah, really need that one, though. Titans need it too, but Packers really need it. So hope that, the, that could hope be a fun like that. That that's that. That game screams under. 
for me. Oh, Green Bay's lost to so many crappy quarterbacks. If you're a good quarterback, Green Bay may beat you, or if you're an okay quarterback. If you're a bad quarterback, you're probably going to lose. Uh, mm. Green Bay's going to lose. So uh, that's bad news. I didn't think about mm. that. It Oop. is bad news, yeah. Because that no. is a bad quarterback they go up against on Thursday night. Oh, uh, well, guys, Collins hype was fun when Texter says maybe next year. Oh, no, you got to you gotta let him get into a groove. Gotta let him, yeah, he's got to get more basketball under his belt. Uh, I just wish his shot was better. I wish that had come along a little bit more. I still think it's okay again, similar to Livingston, but uh, uh, there will be better games for Collins. I think a very physical Big Ten team was not the welcome party he needed, and I'm actually a little disappointed Cal gave him the amount of minutes that he did But because that was just a tough matchup for him. Yeah. Uh, let alone not being around the team all that much lately, uh, even if you know everything was, like I said, completely normal. That's a That's a tough spot. I think I might be in the minority here, but I don't like when Wheeler and Wallace are on the court together. Oh, I do. That yeah. Man, that's some nasty defense, by the way. Dude, Wallace, it defensively. And it, there was a couple times, too, where refs were just like, oh, you made a good steal, foul. Like, oh, God, the one that Oscar had, too, where he just ripped the ball out of the guy's oh hands. Yeah. I mean, like, you're just a loser and a dork, you mm-hmm. loser ref. My God, let him play basketball. But – I digress. What there were times like when Wall or when Ashton Hagens had that steel game against uh, North Carolina in the CBS game, it it felt like sometimes they were just throwing the ball to Ashton Hagens. It was like Wallace was doing a lot of. I mean, hey, you were right, TJ. This dude could end up being the best, the best def- uh, perimeter defender in college basketball by the season's end. He's a freak. He's a freak. I like those two out there together. They have to kind of figure out the meshing offensively, and I think you definitely have to have Reeves or CJ as the uh, complementing those two. Um, but no, I, I like it. Uh, I like that. Will be fine. You got to have those guys on the court along these same lines. Why isn't Cal playing Reeves and Frederick together? I'm also okay with that too. If you know Wallace, CJ, Reeves, just needs to. I, I too much, too much bad roster. Too many. Too many minutes of poorly constructed kind of fives on the floor last night. And maybe they'll right, figure right. that out in time, but I, I don't think – I mean, if I could figure it out during the course of last night, I would hope Cal could do it and before then too, but whatever. I don't think it's, it's – it's probably not a defensive thing, right? Because Reeves is fine defensively. Frederick was fouling too much last night. Oh, yeah. His first step. He was getting blown by first step. Yeah. That was – that. I actually had written that down. That was a little – worrisome um yeah. cause i don't think michigan state's going to be the most not that they're i mean they're a good team I, i'll say that a thousand more times they're a solid team but uh i don't think they're the most athletic team kentucky's going to play this year and uh frederick was having a tough time with that first step oh yeah not great bob not great how was kentucky so bad out of timeouts yeah i mean that that i it's disappointing i agree <laughs> These overtimes really what you wanted, TJ? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the first one I did. The second one, like the first one, was fine. But once Oscar fouled out, you knew they were they were running out of rope. Oh, correct. I, I mean, I the second overtime. Once Oscar was out, I was like, this could be pretty tough for Kentucky to to win this game, regardless how long it goes. But making Duke fans have to wait up later and then eventually see their team lose, yeah, totally worth it. Um, oh, I, wish, I just wish Kentucky would have won. Scoots, how many times did you just laugh at Kansas having a guy named Grady Dick? A few times, yeah. He looked like the most Duke basketball player, too. Just like, 
cocky white guy that is deceptively athletic and you're like how is this guy kansas like what's, what's going on here it's almost like the uh was it the chargers kicker dicker and how they just kept having so much fun dicker the kicker they just kept saying it over and over on sunday night football <laughs> a texture says emu losing to bradley by 30 what kind of bets are looking at here scoots first to five win seven seven wins if we could hit free throws and layups, we'd be up big time. I agree. Don't get me wrong. Wheeler's been great for the most part, but up four with all the momentum, he bricks a three. Feel like he tries to score, make a dumb turnover at the most inopportune times. Drives me nuts. Situational basketball left a lot to be desired. That's the thing. Like, you know, yeah. we're being negative today, and I think it's totally fair with the right context of the season. We're all still super pumped about where this team's going to go and what they're going to do. But that was like, that's even another frustrating thing is just like, and and the commentator said it. It was good hearing Dick Vitale again. Uh, yeah. You're not ever going to really learn anything new when he's calling nope. a basketball game, but it's just, you know. He's got enthusiasm, though. He's, he's got enthusiasm, it. and the dude loves college basketball, and obviously he's a staple. And coming back from, from what he has come back from, especially recently, uh, is awesome. So uh, he, he was he was pumped up, but the commentator said it time and time again. Like, it feels like Michigan State's the one that's just hanging on and making the plays that needed to be made. And Dick Vitale, love you, buddy. But, gosh, every time he'd be like, this kind of feels like a must possession here for the Spartans, they'd hit a shot every time. Every time. They'd go on a little run. And he did it like six different times throughout the game. And every time Michigan State answered, which is obviously means it was a jinx. So My- that's a lot. My favorite Dick Vitale moment from last night. Remember near the end of the game when Toppin grabbed a rebound and he he cleared out through a couple elbows, and it should have been a it should have been a foul called absolutely. And Dick oh. just loses Dick just loses mind. He's like, oh oh oh, Justin, you you need to grow up, buddy. If you think that's that be a foul, that was no, a foul. That is no, that is that is college basketball being baby poop soft. My God. Can we not them just right let the indie men and let them play freaking basketball? All of these whiners of there, the whole crowd was it dry, play basketball. God, I just want, I just baby. want, I just want consistency, Roush. That's I can't it. Stand that stupid sport. Let them play basketball. God. They really tried with the, like freedom of movement stuff in college basketball, and you could make a case that like, hey, you know, you get all these stupid charges. They're making it pretty clear what you can and can't do. Just learn it and don't do it. But like, it just makes for bad basketball. It like teams aren't learning. They're not changing. It's not switching because contact happens in a sport that involves a ton of contact. Shocker. Uh, so I'm I'm roused. You get the tiebreaker here. Scoots, big fat L for you. Fair enough. Won't be my last one. Uh, The college basketball refs, just stop calling so many fouls. And there's the Wheeler we love at the end of the games in the half court. (sighs) Yeah, uh, Jeff Drummond, I don't know what point in time it was when he sent the tweet, but he at least had the marker for the last shot. It was at 9-14 when Kentucky made their last, like, jump shot in half court offense. Or at least got, you know, easy plays off of – Offense and not just a putback or a layup because that's all it was. Wheeler's man has scored half their second half points. I don't think that's true. He wasn't Garden Hauser. <laughs> oh, and actually, five man offensive play with picks for the shooter to get a look. Those look fun. No, it doesn't look fun. Maybe one day. No, but no. Not well, yeah, here's I'll say that. Like again, I thought the offense was too stagnant more times than not. 
but they ran plays for Frederick. They would run mm-hmm. plays for Reeves. They just were well defended and they were wide open on the other end. So that was that that made it kind of more frustrating. They did do some stuff for those guys, not as much as I would have liked. It's just it didn't really oftentimes work. I, I agree, TJ. More times than not, when you were watching Frederick on the court, he was down in that box area just trying to get screens and, and get to the outside or get into the corner. He he was working and they were running plays for him. But yeah, like you said, just well defended. Yeah, yeah, but that's just not a good play. The circle play stinks. It's easy to defend. I can guard it. We all know how to guard it. Duke knows how to guard it. Like we we know the circle play. That doesn't. That doesn't it's not a good enough play for me. I don't like. They're doing it. more than the circle play. A lot of times they're doing these double screen pin downs. Yeah, exactly. Um, the the issue is, you got to use Frederick as a little bit of a decoy on that stuff. They're they're not going to let that. Do, no team, any team that's going to let CJ Frederick get space is dumb. And they're going to know that Kentucky's going to want him to get space. So you need to use him as a bit of a decoy. Spread him out and take, you know, where you want to go in on the post. Have Frederick on the outside. They didn't do nearly enough of that, uh, which is just so simplistic, too. Um, anyways, how Reeves never saw the floor in the second OT and really barely at all down the stretch was inexcusable from Cal. Having Wheeler, Toppin, and Lance go ISO to win a game in two overtime. In, in the second overtime, it's just asinine. Totally agree. Like, I totally agree. That roster was one of the worst things I'd ever seen in my life. But that lineup. I got I to start using the right terminology here. That was bad. That was real bad. All right. Let's go to our last break. Come back and wrap up the show. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's rip and roar. I don't think we're going to probably finish this text line, but we will. Oh, my goodness gracious. No, we got no shot. I mean, we've got no chance. We'll do our best, though. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We are back. We are the Sultans. We are the Sultans of Swing. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pet heads are falling off. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Roush, why don't you tell everybody about Salsaritas? It's the best salsa. Salsa that's so good. It's in their name. And, you know, it's a little bit of a dreary day. Cats just lost. Make it better. Cover this day in queso from Salsaritas. It's the best of the best. You probably got some holiday parties coming up down the road. Treat your pals, your family, to catering from Salsaritas. It's really easy to use. You can download the app or you can give them a call and visit them in either one of their two locations. Or they'll even bring the catering to you. It's that simple. It's that easy. It's that great. It's Salsaritas. Two locations, one in Middletown, one in St. Matthews. <sighs> I could go for Salsaritas right this very second. Only thing that I think could cheer me up, Rush. Delicious, delicious Salsaritas. Sounds outstanding. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Thornton's. You already know the deal. New Refreshing Rewards member, free breakfast, free soft drink when you sign up today. And text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Did you see that hilarious retweet I I sent out yesterday, Roush? I don't think I saw that one. 
an apparition appears in your room alongside a more successful looking doppelganger of yourself apparition and this is what you would be doppelganger oh my god spare me these twisted visions specter i've learned my lesson both vanish <laughs> oh man just a little humor to get you going on your Wednesday. Another texter on the that door. Was from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good jokes. You can't put a timestamp on them. That's what I always say. Well, <laughs> that, that's actually not true at all. Um, some jokes do not withstand the test of time for sure. That one does, though. That one's hilarious. Uh, Texter says, <laughs> I mean, because isn't that basically what a Christmas carol is all about? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, just imagine those people in their worlds that are just like, what? These ghosts, these ghosts are just talking about how crappy our life was? <laughs> How is Kentucky so bad out of timeouts? That's a good question. Uh, we already read that one. Uh, Texter says, Cats will continue to struggle in the half court if the only downhill guard is Wheeler. I, mean, I, think... I don't think Wheeler's their only downhill guard, but Wallace, I think, needs to kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's game three. They've had plenty of time to yeah, figure yeah, this stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Wallace can be a downhill guard. He can also, you know, we didn't see him really kind of pull up with a defender in his face from three. Um, maybe he did, and I'm forgetting it. But. He did once, and I think it was a long two. But he, he he doesn't have the confidence in his offensive game that he will two months from now. And I think that was part of it. I think he thought, like, hey, I can do these in these garbage games because we're going to win by a bunch. I think he was valuing possessions a little much. But UK missing outside shots is not usually bad. Now, there's some people that will take them that we don't necessarily want to take them, and where you're taking them maybe in the shot clock matters a little bit. But offense, like re, offensive rebound is going to be just a part of UK's game. It's it. Why wouldn't you make it part of your game? You have the best rebounder maybe in the history of college basketball, and you've got some other guys that can rebound the ball pretty well as well. Missed shots really aren't the end of the world. What I hate is just chewing down the shot clock and then running out of options and throwing something up as a bailout. Um, we all want. I mean, in a perfect world, we all want the offense to score 90 points a game and look awesome and amazing doing it. Not going to happen with Calipari. Uh, that's that's just the reality of it. But missed shots aren't the end of the world. So people need to let them rip, Case and Wallace included. Let it rip. Uh, ooh, some text from Kirby. College officiating is still known for making, taking the best players out of the game on Tiki Tech calls. Yeah, really ridiculous. Uh, not something that you'd have in the NBA. Did they just stop play for a player laying on the ground 90 feet away and then make a pitiful loose ball foul? They, oh, they, they did. did. Those, yeah, that, they did. those did happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, awful, awful game by Kentucky. Did everything we could to lose the game. Second overtime with a minute left. We run a two-man game with Lance and Severe. One of the many terrible, terrible decisions and plays. Need to beat Gonzaga looking like Kentucky football. Kirby, it's a little extreme. But, yes, the Lance Ware-Wheeler two-man game, we got to throw that one out of the playbook. Even though it worked that one time, uh, get that one out. No, thank you. Horrible week to be a U.K. fan. Great week to be a KRC fan. Keep fighting the good fight, boys. Hey, thank you for that. Yeah, we have more fun when we're winning. I don't know if that comes off or not, but we it is true. We have more fun when the cats are rocking and rolling. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it would be nice if – I mean, both teams just have their offensive struggles where you're just like, come on, they should be better. They should be scoring more points. 
Texter says, worst of all, now we have the fire cow brigade idiots out and about. I mean, anytime UK is going to lose, they're going to be out and about. And Cal, I mean, he, t- he deserves some blame for last night. Uh, people that want to fire a coach because of a, a specific game are, are wild to me. Well, yeah, they just – and they that's how they – you yeah. can't take them seriously when you do that every time. But you can, like, have your grievances about Cal. And the one thing, like, we – you know, with the Cal haters, with the people that are the Cal butt slappers, we, we've said it once. We'll say it a bajillion times more. It all matters. March is what matters this year. It's really, at the end of the day, all that matters. I am putting a value on trying to get away into the Louisville Regional, partially from just personal preference. Like, I want to go watch UK go to the Final Four right down the road from my house. Um, that's ha- They've had a chance to do it a few times, and they've never been able to be in the region. Um, so I, I want to be in that region. So I think that's an obtainable goal for this team. That being said, it, even if you get in Louisville, like, all that matters is March. All that matters is March this year. With the way the last couple of years have gone, that's just how it's going to unfold this year. And um, I'm going to try to enjoy the ride, but that is something that is in the back of all of our minds. That, like, the Cal people are going to be annoying, or maybe we don't even hear. Maybe Kentucky wins out going into March. But the second you would lose in March, those Cal haters would be back in full force. So we just, you got to put up with them. You got to put up with the butt slappers. But at the end of the day, we're all on the same page here. March. Win. So Salt Lake Brian here. Nick's tweet concerning Xavier is it really on him? He definitely is attacking too much, but isn't really the only person somewhat creating their own shot. Kaysen passing up shots, coaches seemingly force feeding Oscar instead of having an actual offense blows them on some of the issues we have out of the gate. And in Salt Lake Brian, if you missed the first part of the podcast, I think I was able to to add that nuance to it where like Xavier Wheeler does some great things, but he there needs to be a little bit more structure. Um, that's just that's that's my overall critique of Kentucky's basketball offense. Have we talked about how timid Wallace looked last night on the offensive end? I mean, defensive end, phenomenal, eight steals. I've never seen anything like that. But offensively, he just he seemed so timid, like he didn't want to shoot the ball. Uh, we did just talk about that about two minutes ago. Okay, I wasn't listening. I, I mentioned that, like I, you know, he was kind of in those other two games. He he could have a defender on him and be about 23 feet out, but if he just had that space to be able to get a clear shot off, he'd let it rip, and he didn't really do that against Michigan State, so he said that it was probably because he was valuing possessions too much, but then I went on that big rant about how missed shots really aren't that bad. That's right, yeah. I got That's you right. Oh, can I get a That's come right. on? Come on. This team, uh, this team sucks. I'm done. Where needs to transfer? We let 12 lost Tom beat us. Unacceptable. Cal's lineups made no sense. 12 well, lost Tom is a funny 12 name. 12 lost Tom. <laughs> it's early in the season to be done. Just an awful half. Inexcusable. Lance Ware should not be playing. I feel like I'm watching the same team as last year. Absolutely brutal. Absolutely inexcusable to give up two dunks at the end of the regulation. I do agree with that. Awful uh-huh. loss to a Mississippi State team that won't come in the top three in the Big Ten. I bet they do. Exact same problems of last year. Nothing got fixed. Um, some of the offense definitely looked looked just as bad as last year. It's and, and that's that's the part that I think a lot of people like. When Savier came off the bench last week, he was like, "Oh, well, this is a nice like you get a little bit of everything." And then it just kind of went back to the Oscar and Savier show, you know. Uh, um, uh, you just you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but the weird thing about all this, you think the the way we've all been talking that UK lost by like thirty, like UK blew the game. They gave yeah, it away. Yeah, yeah, they 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 
They should have covered. <laughs> they absolutely should have covered. They should have covered in regulation. Yeah. And, and I think you have to like at least spin that as slightly into a positive that like we're talking as if UK just played its worst basketball game in the last 20 years and it's a game they should have won. Like it's a game that they had to get like literally hand over to Michigan today and say, hey, we don't want this. You all go ahead and take that if you don't mind. Um so that's a good thing. You got to imagine, like, if well, what if UK actually plays better? What if the offense actually starts to click a little bit? Things that will happen, as much as we're kind of down today, they will happen. And when that happens, that'll be great. And if it wants to happen on Sunday night in uh, at Gonzaga, then by all means. It would be cool to just beat Gonzaga Sunday night because yeah. it's, uh, you know, UK is going to win by a hundred on Thursday against South Carolina Central State Tech University. Uh, and then Saturday, Saturday's just going to, oh, it could get ugly at Kroger Field. Really, really need, uh, to, to, just to get the juices flowing for Governor's Cup week, really need the Gonzaga win. <laughs> need it real bad. Agreed. Uh, that would be, that'd be swell. A texture says, I never want to play a game in Indianapolis again. Gainbridge Arena can just get the hell out. Uh, UK is three and four since Aaron Harrison hit that shot against Michigan in Indy. Um, and you have the Zion Williamson 32 point shellacking in the Champions Classic. You've got the last night's loss, and you have the St. Peter's loss. Like, just GTFOH. Texter says Cal's offense consists of our shooter running baseline for 20 seconds and everyone standing in one spot. I'm sure that's great for a shooter's legs. Truly embarrassing watching Cal coach against any legit coach. It's like he poops himself the instant the ball is tipped, but I'm sure all the hashtag cats by 90 and hashtag Louisville doesn't exist fans will eat up everything. Daddy Cal says (laughs) who hurt you Texter. (laughs) I love just how extreme they got at the end there. (laughs) Uh, I do agree with the texter's point. There's just way too much standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, and not a bad point about you're kind of wearing out your own shooter, which is not a big deal, like, you know, a few possessions. But if you're doing it over the course of a game, yeah. I mean, your legs get tired naturally, uh, and you need your legs for shooting, believe it or not. A texter says, plenty of blame to go around on this one. Wheeler giveth and Wheeler taketh away. Love Oscar, but he can't be taking 15-footers with a man in his face with 20 seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, that was horrible, as we've mentioned. And his man slips right in front of him to tie the game. Kaysen has to make his free throws, and Cal has to figure out his lineups. Awful rotation. Plenty of time to sort these things out, and the Cats will be all right. Scoots better watch out for the Spartans. They're coming for that Big Ten title. There's a good text. Text of the day. Way to go. And yeah. And yes, I know Spartans are going to be in contention for the Big Ten title. You will make me feel better, please. I bet on the Cats big time. Kids aren't getting Christmas presents now. I also bet on UK uh, and bet on UofL, believe it or not. So bad, bad gambling night for TJ. Also bet on the Michigan State under 67 and a half total points, which, you know, when that one was in regulation, ease in regulation. Um, So, yeah, it was a horrible gambling night, unfortunately. Uh, did you all see the end of the Toledo game, Bowling Green game? I did not. No. Look it up. In the snow, Maxion, uh Bowling Green's just trying to get within field goal range with like 30 seconds left, and a dude's just like playing pinball, bouncing off of defenders, going for like a 50-yard touchdown. It's it's nuts. Insanity. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up. Instead of doing one long text, I'll break it into segments. Wheeler is not to blame, but he did not create much offense in the overtime, and his defense was subpar. Reeves could have been better choice, although Frederick was a bit of a liability on defense. 
Wallace is that guy. Everything to like about his game, says one texter. Yeah, I kind of like the like, – Frederick's defense certainly was left some to be desired. Uh, and re- yeah, it's there's just a lot of county to figuring out these lineups because they just felt clunky and off for most of the night. Uh, Toppin was good, but on that final play of regulation, he was telling Oscar not to let anyone behind him. Not sure who is to blame for the miscommunication on the switch, but it happens and they'll learn from it. I certainly hope so. Yeah, you just wish you wouldn't have to learn from it in a play that kind of cost you the game or helped lead you to losing the game. But, yeah, they will. They'll get better. Uh, you go with Uganda over Lance in overtime, probably the second OT. That is all. You likely already covered this. We did, and we agreed. Uh, we don't want to be mean to Lance. We like Lance, but, yeah, he just he doesn't bring as much to the table as some of the other guys. It's November. Let's all relax. I think we try to keep all that in. In, in the right context. Mm-hmm. I have to be missing some of the game, but we have to stop playing in Indy. Yep, we mentioned that already. Uh, Izzo coached about coached absolute circles around Cal to be on frustrating to see the Wheeler drive the ball into the lane for a contested layup play still be our late-game offense. Cal gets played way too much to not have any answers down the stretch. Yeah, I guess all stuff that we've probably – Touchdown one way or another. Yep, yep, this game yep. shouldn't be close. Okay, Cal, let's see you coach. Michigan State got back in the game by screening Hauser's man for a three, making an adjustment. Love how Hauser didn't make a field goal against Gonzaga, and he turns into Larry Bird when he plays us. <laughs> I do hate the idea that, like, we just didn't have an answer for that dude, and then now we get to go get Drew Timmy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. If, if Hauser could do that to you, Timmy could just take you for, for all your worth. And secondly – He's going to get really, foul trouble. Like, you know. Yeah. And, so, you know, are we going to put Lance in? Really? I mean, that's. God, that's going to be so bad. It's going to be that's, It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not looking forward to Sunday. Where the hell is Hugo? It's a good question. He's just got to play more. And, like, you got to let him play through some stuff, too. He's too good. He's too talented. He can do too many things that, that, that certainly Lance Ware can't do. But even anybody on the floor can do. You got to play him more. We can't extend the lead past four, so this isn't looking good. You were right, Texer. This basketball game is almost as frustrating as the Vandy game. Uh, in in some ways, yes. I just think the you know the fallout from Vandy is more significant than a November basketball loss to a good team. But um, it was as frustrating at some points. Stupid, stupid. UK deserves to lose. Completely outcoached. I hope we lose. Freaking embarrassing. Why would you hope you lose? That's dumb. Yeah, never going to hope to lose. Uh, yay, we are so stacked. Look at our recruits. Blah, blah. Cal sucks. Same story, different year. And then hop <laughs> off. Don't don't enjoy the season. It's it's all over, buddy, for you. Uh, UK football versus Vandy. Watch me lose this game 10 different ways in the most heartbreaking fashion. UK versus Michigan State. Hold my beer. That's true. It's really true. It's been a tough, it's been a tough go. Uh, but shout out to the schedule makers. Having a game two days after a heartbreaker, mm-hmm. uh, bad loss is good. That's something they need to consider. Like, anytime you're playing a game you could potentially lose have a game two days after just good for the soul good to be able to just move on from from it not let something if UK didn't play for like a week I would be in a worse spot today luckily they get to play tomorrow pack attack get to play tomorrow everything will be all right remember when uh Case and Wallace hit a three with four minutes left in overtime and Kentucky went up five points you know five that Michigan... points. they never hit another shot that's bad yeah yeah the also the I didn't. It, the Michigan State game in 2005, I think UK got up five in the first overtime, at least four. And, like, you know, four or five point leads in overtime should be 
you know, you should be at about a 90% win rate at that point. Like that's two, that's two possessions, which theoretically is a minute of basketball in an overtime. You only get five of them. Um, so the fact that that wasn't the clincher, I thought it was when it happened. I did not realize UK didn't hit another shot, though. that's not good. Tom Izzo simply put on a clinic with X's and O's. He knew it after the game, too. Like, he was just oh, yeah. he, he was He was butt-slapping Cal. They're going to oh, be yeah. a great team. And, and it was just like, oh, you son of a... Because he knew it. He knew that he had just, yeah. like, with the worst team, he stole a win in a game that they didn't have any business winning. And he was... It, it that was that made it even worse. Here's my thing. Regardless as to how the lineup shake out each year, we'll be in tight, close games regardless in March. Good creative plays, in-game adjustments matter, and Izzo proved that tonight. Our late-game execution is always so shaky. Uh, I wouldn't say always, but it certainly seems as of late it's been shaky. Um, mm-hmm. And that's got to change. Like, you got to every – Cal cannot take possessions, games, final, you know, four-minute stretch. He can't take that stuff for granted. He needs to coach – Every play, I, you know, he doesn't need to hear that from me. He's a Hall of Fame head coach, but sounds like he does need to hear it from me because he's he's slipping a little bit. Uh, Texture says, Wheeler can't be the lead point guard of this team once to win a championship. He can't shoot consistently enough and makes too many out-of-control mistakes. Give me Kaysen and growing pains all day. Also, why are we pressing with seven seconds left in the game? Lance Ware playing D 70 feet from the basket is real smart. Callot coached again. That's from Artie. Uh, we talked about all those things and, and agree with you, Artie, that like, what were what were you? I get wanting to pick up man the length of the floor, but you don't need everybody down there. Get yeah, the guy like, who's throwing the ball. But you basically just want to do enough to make them not roll it. You don't that's want hard. to like that. That's it. Like you don't make them score on you in the half court and not get a transition dunk. I mean, Cal is a great recruiter, but mid when it comes to coaching. How on earth does Cal not give you Gunna a minute of playing time in a 50-minute game? His defense would have kept Michigan State out of the paint and could have helped Oscar on the boards. And also, I just think that like it, it could have made some of the screen situations a little bit more problematic for Michigan State. Um, not saying that he would have blocked every shot of Hauser, but just having having a seven foot eight wingspan kind of flailing around at you on top of like a seven foot body, that's tough. That that clears up lanes it uh it hurts on vision being able to see where your teammates are it you know can get in a shooter's head just even if you're not going to block the shot you know like oh i gotta think about that guy down there um i don't get it he's got to play more that was inexcusable and when you put it that way about a 50 minute game makes it even more frustrating shout out to isaac humphries can't imagine what it feels like to go through that credit to him for putting that video out yep, yep we agree good big for him. shout out Gosh, if uh, not for freaking Higgins in that UNC game, Isaac Humphreys goes down as an absolute UK legend. Mm-hmm. 9.30 left in the second half. Why is this a shooting foul for Michigan State? But Reeves, oh my was gosh, it? so bad. That shooting foul they called, that was so bad. Robbery by these officials. How many chances do you need to close a game? Five points each from Frederick and Reeves. There's your game. Derek Terry's been letting our coaches have it since he left the beat. I respect it. I love Derek Terry's. His he, he is. He he, he should have been follow. in the Tate game when he was on the beat. Like I, I, a I'm professional Jay, man. Professional Jays, you just mind your p's and q's. See I, politics, and then you just you, you, then you go crazy. I like hot take Terry. I, I like hot do. take Terry. Need more of it. Feels harsh to single out Wheeler. Wasn't perfect, but we were in the game because of him. Think everyone agrees that he's not at his best late clock. Yeah, and that was just like what the offense was at the end, though. So, like, do better. 
All right, this is a long one. May, may be the end of the show here. Clear the air and let me vent. I've been to three Champions Classic now, and we've lost all three. That's oh, tough. God. Last night, the past two to Duke. It's disgusting. It makes me absolutely sick to think we're going to be so badass and lose to inferior competition. We have experience this time. Freshman talent, scoring, lockdown defenders. Why do we lose to inferior competition? Short of the Kansas game last year, when we this was the last big game we won, well, probably in the North Carolina game before then. Uh, I don't don't say UNC last year because they sucked and they're completely overrated this year. Yeah, they almost lost to Gardner Webb. They have been not good to start this year. What's the problem? Everyone but Oscar looks scared to death. All forty minutes of regulation in both overtimes. Michigan State looks ready and composed. The Duke freshmen look excited and ready. I literally won't be impressed even if we beat Gonzaga and win the next twenty games in a row. I'm so effing sick of being so let down every early season big time matchup i want to beat teams we're supposed to beat excuse me i mean i agree with some of that but like if they beat gonzaga and win 20 in a row you're not going to get excited that's just dumb i mean it's just dumb but i yeah. get it you're venting we're all there last night mm-hmm. sucked we were all frustrated i was excited all day for the game pumped ready to watch us be great and we tinkle down our legs i get too invested into this team i care too much how do i make myself not feel upset after losses oh got to go talk to you later that's what makes the win so great buddy that's sports you know you're not changing. I'm not changing. I was right there with you. I was thinking about the game all day. I was pumped up about it and thought UK was going to win pretty much until Oscar had fouled out. So that made it even worse. When you're thinking you're going to win, you thought you were going to win, you think you should win, and then you just keep coming up short, and you keep coming up short, and you keep coming up short. And then once Oscar was out, my tone changed a little bit where it was like, well, that's probably going to do it. But, uh, yeah, it sucks. It stinks. All right. Uh, cards lose again by one point, and EMU loses by 28 to Bradley. This bet may be a race to 10 wins. Yeah. All right. We're out of time. Everybody yep. enjoy your Wednesday. Thanks for all the text. We'll get to, we'll do as much as we can tomorrow on the text line and uh, start previewing maybe UK Georgia a little bit more. And it'll be a game day edition tomorrow Ooh. as well. So don't go anywhere. Fun show, despite the terrible loss. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Export Train. Okay.